This episode contains harsh language and may not be suitable for all listeners. Please listen at your own discretion. On today's show, with KB not here, I reached out to my friends Mike and JV from the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, and with SmackDown moving over to Fox and the WWE Draft about to take place on Friday, October 11th, we decided to each pick our own brand, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, and draft our own fantasy rosters on this episode of Free Your Geek. By the power of Grayskull, you have failed this city. Torpentize! Winter is coming. Finish him! Fatality. When you set out to do what no one else can do, the first thing you do is you look to your blood. You look to your buddies. You look to your friends. You look... To the click. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free, and with me, I have two special guests. They've both been on the show previously, so you will recognize their voices. It is Mike Prue and JV. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hey, Jay Free. Yeah, thanks for having us, Jay Free. Pretty, pretty stoked for this. Let's talk about what this show is going to entail. But before we do that, let's give the, the listeners some history on what you guys are up to. So I've plugged you guys on the show before, but you guys have your own unique podcast. It's called The Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, and it follows the career retrospective of Stone Cold Steve Austin, who, in, in my opinion, is probably the greatest wrestling superstar of all time. Yes, you can say The Rock is kind of you know, crossed over to mainstream and similar to John Cena. But when it comes to straight up wrestling, I think back in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, the, the 316 shirts were all over the place. Um, so tell me, what kind of like gave you guys the idea to do this podcast? Okay, well, we did a show back in the day, back in early 2016. Right around the time you started your show, right? Yeah, right around that time. Yep. Yeah. So we did a show called the uh, Hurricane Rana Wrestling Podcast. And previously before that, it was a radio show. And JV and I were a part of it. It was a large team. But we were a part of that. And that show ended like mid-2017. And some time went by. And JV and I, still wrestling fans. And we didn't want to just give up the whole podcast. We were like, crap. I want to do something. So I, I pitched the idea to JV and JV, he can be stubborn sometimes with what, with his time. So, <laughs> so I pitched it to him. I'm a man of many hobbies. <laughs> yeah. He has a lot of hobbies. So I pitched it to him slowly. I, I gave him the idea. Yeah. I did my background work ahead of time just so I could fucking lay out the plan to him. Like, Hey, this is not just an idea that I had off the top of my head. It's like, I got set. I got seven to 10 episodes already written out for us. 
and we, I chose Stone Cold, and I, I asked Javi to do Stone Cold because we grew up Stone Cold fans back in the in the nineties, from ninety seven throughout the time we were in high school up until two thousand one. I graduated; he graduated two thousand two. We were big Stone Cold fans, and we were in school together all the time, just doing Stone Cold shit and. JV has an impersonation yeah. of Stone Cold that he won't fucking release, but it's the best <laughs> Stone Cold impersonation ever. Do we- and I haven't, after 49 episodes on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, he hasn't even let it out yet. Well, let me ask you a question. Would he want to, would he want to free his geek on For Your Geek? No pressure or anything. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how my draft yeah, yeah. goes. Excellent. But no, I think it's a really cool idea that you guys are, are basically, you know, with technology where it is with the wwe network where you can go back and watch this whole career retrospective it's a really cool idea where you know those fans of stone cold steve austin can kind of go back use the network and relive those memories with you guys along with you guys by listening to the podcast Mm -hmm. and i think it's it's such a unique cool idea well thank you yeah we enjoy it every week that we do it you know, it's a lot of work, of course, as you know, with your show, it's a lot of work, but it's it's a great hobby to have, and it's great that we actually have people that listen to us <laughs> and enjoy it. Well, so. and now in addition to the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, you guys are also part of uh, Patreon, and you have a special podcast for Patreon listeners, too. Is that correct? Yeah, we do uh, a Patreon on the Book in the Territory podcast. They have a Patreon page, and we're on the $5 tier, and we break down ECW from the beginning in 1993. We started with April, the first episode, and we are currently going into September, this upcoming week. We do bi-weekly, but JV and I do watch-along style, and it's it's fun. It's fun to just go back and watch something that... We haven't seen. Basically, we haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, never, never, never seen it. But unlike the, you know, the bottom line cast, we're covering Stone Cold. We're just pretty much reliving stuff and rewatching stuff we've already seen before. Whereas with ECW Hardcore TV, I was an ECW fan in the early '90s, but like not a fan to the point where I had access to kind of watch it because it was very like an underground culture. ECW in itself, like a wrestling culture. Um, before it really got mainstream. So when we're watching all this stuff, wrestlers I've heard of, what I've really never got to see in their prime, Eddie Gilbert, for example. And uh, it's just exciting because it's like, it's old, but it's new to me. So it might as well be. It's new. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's new. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Well, and that's, that's really yeah. cool because I think that's like a, a cool concept, again, similar to that. So check out the, the Patreon. We'll, we'll plug everything at the end of the podcast too. Your, any, any social media, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll plug your podcast again. But I just wanted to kind of put put the little uh, put the little bury the lead, so to speak, and put that little linchpin, and we'll come back to it. But um, today, but before you, before you continue, go. I do want to I do want to say, Jay Free is going to join us on the next episode of ECW. Yeah, so so oh. that's you know check out that Patreon.com booking the territory booking the territory on Patreon.com and Jay Free got a special have, appearance. Do you know what what the episode number is off the top? Episode. Yeah, episode 10. So episode 10, if you're a fan of Jay Free, check me out on episode 10. Uh, If you go to uh, Booking the Territory on Patreon.com and follow along with their ECW Hardcore TV, episode 10, Jay Free is going to be on with your boys, Mike Crew and JV. But let's talk about today's show. You guys are on my podcast doing me this favor, so I want to say thank you to both of you 
Um, but the idea of this show, what we're going to do here is, you know, football season is in full swing right now. Uh, SmackDown has just moved over to the Fox network and starting this upcoming Friday, October 11th, they are going to start the WWE draft where we'll have separate rosters for each show. So I thought it'd be kind of fun with fantasy football being a thing and with wrestling, you know, the, the, the two main wrestling shows of Raw and SmackDown going to two different networks, USA and Fox, uh, respectively. I thought it would be cool if uh, Mike takes Raw, I would take the NXT brand, and then JV would take SmackDown, and we would kind of fantasy book and draft our own rosters. So that's what we're going to do. I printed out a list of tag teams women's wrestlers and singles wrestlers and we're going to go and we're going to draft each wrestler and then after we're done with our draft we're going to read each of our rosters all of our specific and, and single and tag team titles and those wrestlers associated to each of those title echelons so does that sound good for you guys yes sir. sounds great to me oh mike you have the uh, auspicious um luck of going first so i'll let you uh, start with your first pick. I have my master list. So just, you know, and then we'll go to my first NXT pick. And we're not going to say where we're putting them in the order yet. That'll be at the end of the podcast. So let's just start with your first pick. All right. Prior to the show, you had said that we have 30 seconds on the clock. But I'm not going to need 30 seconds because I've had days to think about my number one pick. And my number one pick is going to be Adam Cole, baby. That is an interesting pick. Okay, so... Good, good, good. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. I am crossing him off the list. During the pre-show... Oh, during (laughs) during the pre-show, you guys scared me away from my original number one. You're going to choose Lesnar? We'll talk about that later. No, no, no. Somebody else. I'll bring it up when someone takes it. Okay, excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I'm going to start off with my, from the NXT show, my first pick of the draft is going to be Drew McIntyre. All right. Yeah, that, that's nice. a strong pick. Strong, solid pick. NXT. Yes. Now we're on to, to SmackDown with JV. And because we're, we're doing a snake draft, JV, you got two back-to-back picks right now. Yeah. So I'm going to go. Uh, my first pick is a no-brainer to me. I know he's part-time. But, you know, I'm SmackDown. I'm on Friday nights. I'm competing with the big boys in high school football. So I'm going with Brock Lesnar. Nice. Oh, you son of a bitch. I brought him so up. I'm going Brock Lesnar. He wasn't even on the list. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't even. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, oh God. I, I just said I didn't include, include him on the list because he is a part-timer. But you know what? Uh, Mike made the, the kind of the case for him and said, hey, he's, he's in the mix right now. So, <laughs> so, you know, he's not on the list. Let's consider him a wild card. And with the first pick for SmackDown, JV picked Brock Lesnar. Had to go with Brock. And then um, my second pick is got to have to be the Velveteen Dream. I knew. If he wasn't your first, he's your second, guaranteed. That's right. Now, now my question is, does he come with the couch? Does the couch make an appearance on SmackDown? Does he he come with the girls? (laughs) That's also a good point. That is also a good point. If you weren't watching the uh, the MX, well, was he doing that before? I saw that for the first time. I, you know, he was definitely oh, doing with that the girls. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yes. doing that. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. So moving along, moving along, 
for NXT, my next pick is what some consider the heart of NXT. My next pick, Johnny Gargano. And now we move over to Raw with two back-to-back picks. All right. All right. So, like I said moments ago, you guys scared me away from my first pick. But I'm going to get him. I'm getting him. He is Seth Rollins. That is a man to build a company around. Seth Rollins. Tyler Black, if you will. He's the man. And I don't give a shit what people say. He's up there. He's the top guy. Seth Rollins. Excellent. And now now you got a second second pick. I'm just going to continue my main event crowd. And AJ Styles is joining my team. AJ Styles going to Raw. The face that runs the place is making his way to Raw. Now, 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 we're back to NXT, which is my pick. And are you guys ready for my pick? Uh Uh-oh. I don't think anybody is ready for (laughs) us. Oh, Oh, early. Fuck. Good pick. Good pick. I don't know. If, we're, if, if okay. it was fantasy football, I'd be like. No, you got to. That would be yeah. like going for a kicker already. Oh, you're going for the women already. Go. <laughs> hey, no. Uh, <laughs> 25 women. First of all, yes, degraded. Hey, these women just made no, it. No, but look at a roster. We're looking at a roster of 20, 11 are men, 5 are women, 5 are tag teams. But I'll have you I'll have you know this, sir. The kicker on my fantasy team scored me twelve points last week and it was my highest you, score. That on is my correct, Jeff. So, kickers are underrated. So it's always defense. Yes, so that's my pick. That is true. Defense is huge. But we're not talking about football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're talking about wrestling. Now we have two back to back SmackDown picks. All right, so with my third round pick, I am going with Matt Riddle to the SmackDown brand. Thank you very much. Pro. And then, um, let's see. My other pick is, I'm kind of torn here, but um, I think I got to do it. He's, he's my favorite, and it's going to be KO, Kevin Owens. That is a great pick. That is a great pick. Love it. So not only, not only do you have Matt Riddle, but you have... Like, you know, someone who will fight anyone, Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens is, like, to me, is the most, probably still to this day, underrated superstar. He's great on the stick, and he can go in the ring, and I think that's absolutely awesome. Speaking of awesome, no, I'm not going with The Miz. <laughs> uh, but my next pick is a tag oh. team for NXT. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going with the revival. Of course you are. That's the number one, man. That's the best team. Damn, that was my pick. I highlighted it in my notes. That's my pick. You took them. Man, you going? You going early? Oh, listen, I'm building. I'm building. The thing is, this is what you have to do: is you have to build each of your divisions around a particular star. Are they going to all be my champions? Maybe not. Maybe they'll be the underdog fighting for the champion. You might lose out on know. some contenders, though. We'll True. Well, you got two picks, so 
Who, who's, oh, who now you're going to criticize my picks. All right, well, I'm going to do a wild card because I love this guy and I've watched this guy for four years now. I'm taking Ashida. Ashida from NXT. Yeah, he's, he's going to run the show. We'll see. All right, and then I follow that up with... I'm going to follow suit and do a little wild card here, too. I'm taking Bianca Belair. That is a great pick. That is a great pick. What she can do with her hair. <laughs> That's it? That's what you give her credit for? <laughs> well, she's, she's amazing, but I'm saying like, yeah. it's, it's a unique offense with that braid, man. That, she's star written all over her. I absolutely agree. The way she carries herself. Yep. Well, now it's my pick for NXT, and I'm going to pick somebody that I think uh, is underutilized on the main roster. And that gentleman's name is Cesaro. Oof. Great pick. And he had a solid match this past week. Well, two, a week yeah, and a half ago. He's definitely underrated. All, all, like, definitely, I, just, I think he's so underrated. He should, be, he should be in the championship contention. But he's not, so that's why I had to choose him. And now we're going on to two back-to-back SmackDown picks. All right. Well, I feel like I got some, uh, some very talented guys dropping to me here. Um, I'm going to have a hard time fitting them, you know, spots on the card, but never a problem to have too many stars. I'm going with Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend. Hey, let me, let me in. And then, uh, <laughs> my next pick, oh, man, 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 man. It's got to be, I'm going to go tag team. I'm going to go tag team, and I'm going to pick here the B team. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. I think they're very underutilized. In, uh, on my roster, we can do big things. Big things make a lot of money. I absolutely agree. Uh, Bo Dallas, former, I, was he the initial inaugural NXT champion? I don't remember. But I know Bo I Dallas. I think Seth Rollins was number I think it went Seth Rollins, Biggie, then Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas, and then Curtis Axel, like the son of Mr. Perfect. How can That's you, right. How can you yes. go, and, you know, even like when The Rock was coming back and prepping for matches, it was all uh, Curtis Axel that he was working with. Yeah. Like he he'd won, yep. so the dude's very talented. Yeah, the dirt sheet said that The Rock wanted to work with him. Yeah. He felt safe. So apparently he's a good, you know, got to practice with these stuff safe. But, you know, we'll get into it when uh, I'll wrap up at the end. But I got some good things to say about those guys. And that was your second pick, correct? So it's going back to me? That was my second. Yep. Going back to me now, I am going to choose somebody who I think uh, is a sleeper candidate here. Uh, I'm going for, let me see if I can find him, Alistair Black. They're not doing anything with him right now on the main roster, so I think a uh, a trip back to NXT would be huge. I agree with that, especially with uh, well. Do I want to give it away, or is it gonna? Don't don't give it away yet. Don't give it away yet. We're gonna do two back-to-back picks on Raw now. So, Mike, you're up, sir. Okay, so you guys already jumped into the tag team, so I'm jumping in. My tag team, I'm taking the Viking Raiders. Nice. The Viking Raiders. All They're right. brutal. I, I love watching them. Like They just remind me of like Legion of Doom or, or the Road Warriors, kind of what you call them. Just like, been, big physical dudes. Been a big fan of them since their time in ROH as War Machine. Yes. All right, let's Absolutely. see. No, they're, they're very athletic and they're great. But, Mike, you have a second pick now. Yep. Where are you going to go My now? My second pick. I'm taking 
He's older. Well, he's solid. I'll take it Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Unbelievable. Samoa Joe is very, very talented. He's brutal. He locks in that uh, Hokita clutch. He's just, he's a solid hand. And he's believable. You could have him as a face. You could have him as a heel. And he's believable. And the, the crowd can get behind him in either, either uh, side that he's playing. So, yeah, he's, he's a definitely a utility player. So now it comes on to my pick with NXT. And I'm looking at my list here. And, uh, man, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. Ah, man. Man. The man. Becky oh, Lynch. Oh, <laughs> you set us up with that. <laughs> I, I'm notorious for doing bad dad jokes. All the time. I, I do it at work so, all the time, too. <laughs> well, I do, I do it at work and in real life. So everybody hates me. Or everybody's rolling their eyes at me. <laughs> But uh, that is my pick, and now we're going on to SmackDown, and JV has two back-to-back picks. Well, I'm dipping back into the tag team division here, and I'm going with the Street Profits. Nice. I love these guys. They're, they're charismatic. They're, they're athletic. They're phenomenal. That's a great team. So, so much charisma. Yeah. And they... And then my okay, next... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, my next pick here is going to be... Chad Gable. I that's a great pick. That's he's a sleeper. He's he's really showed what he he can do, and especially in the King of the Ring tournament. But he's been a, a, like a utility player from tag teams to tag team to tag team. And I was I was afraid he was going to get that stigma of tag yeah. team specialist. But like when, when you saw too. him go all the way to the top of the King of the Ring tournament, unbelievable, unbelievable. I would love to see Evil against Gargano. That would be amazing. But you know who else? It's my pick. And you know who else is great against Gargano? A man by the name of Tommaso Ciampa. Ooh. Oh, that's all I was torn between. It's torn between him and Gable. And now we're making our way back over to the Raw side of the house. And Mike, you got two back-to-back picks. All right, let's see. Add to my tag team division. I'm going to take the Undisputed Era. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I'm basically, re- I'm basically yeah, recreating of- ROH. <laughs> oh, <wrong. laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a great pick. A great tag team. Now you have a second pick. I got 30 seconds, though. Where are you going? You got 30 <laughs> seconds, but I'm going to be counting you down. Man. I'm, watching, I'm watching the timer right now. You got about 15 seconds I'm left. I'm typing in here. He's, Jay Free's going to take your pick. Once that time Who's going to be the guy that repeats a, a previous wrestler? It's going to be me. Well, I'm going to take Ricochet. That's what I'm going to do. Ricochet. I was torn between him because I, I ended up going with uh, Cesaro instead of Ricochet, but that's who I was I was looking at next, so that's a Thank great you. pick. So now it comes back over to my court in the NXT realm, and I need uh, a tag team. And who do I think would uh, fit? In the NXT version, uh, let me go. Let me. I'll say the first syllable if you guys want to give me the second syllable. Ooh! Oh! So <laughs> I am choosing the Usos. What's up, Us? Coming over to NXT. I I think I these guys them. are both very talented. I think they're gritty. I think they could mix it up well in NXT. 
Uh, I think, you know, that the smaller venue would definitely benefit them or get more crowd involvement. I just think the excitement level would juice them up and they'd just be amazing in NXT. So that's my pick. And now we're moving over to JV with two back-to-back SmackDown picks. All right, so I'm going to dab into the women's division here and I'm going to get a, a blue chip veteran, the cream of the crop. There you go. Charlotte Flair. That's all pick. The queen, the queen. That would be amazing. Man, Too bad that's not your eighth pick because you could say that would be your figure. Ooh. Eight pick. <laughs> <Bad> <laughs> I should have waited. Right? Bad jokes. I think bad my next jokes. pick's eight, technically. Let's see. Um, and with my other pick, let's see, I need someone. I need someone to kind of combat Charlotte Flair here. I'm gonna go with Mandy. Mandy Rose. Oh wow. Okay, I was just say the pressure's on. You know what you gotta say? You gotta you gotta do her her intro music. There you go. That's not creepy. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, well, that's, coming from a dude, probably, yeah, totally creepy. Yeah. If I, I sound like you and I do it, I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. See, I did it for you. You're welcome. I threw yeah. myself on that sword for you. Phew. Thanks for taking one for yeah. the team. Yeah, well, you get, the, you get the Charlotte Flair, and then you got Mandy Rose, where you have the queen, and then God's greatest creation. Yes, that's right. Oh, that, that's Those are two beautiful blondes that I would love to see next Oh, time. yeah, well... Okay. <laughs> All right, so it's going back to me now, and I'm looking at my list here, and uh, you know, two great women have been taken. Uh, I want to I want to take a person that I think really got their start in NXT, and just recently she's kind of uh, acclimated herself a little bit better, but I think she needs a trip back to NXT. So my next pick ah, is Bailey. Stola. Uh, I knew I knew going it. after Bailey. Bailey Bottom. That's what I call. Her. Well, I think I think uh, you know the hugger can do some more damage in uh, NXT. Sounds good. All right, so it's up to me here. Can All right, two back-to-back oh, picks. I'm gonna so. add to my women's division, and I'm taking a double star. She can be in the ring, and she can be on the mic. She is Zelina Vega. Awesome nice. pick. Awesome pick. She's actually my favorite women's wrestler in the company today. Believe it or not, I you know I'd like to see her mix it up more. She was going to be my probably one of my first picks for women, but I said you know if Oscar's available, I, I cannot pick Oscar just because I feel like she's been uh, the way she's been treated recently. But Zelina Vega, great pick, very charismatic. She can talk. She looks great. Her work is very crisp. It's phenomenal. Now, Mike, yep. you have a second. And pick? I'm going Correct. back to tag teams here, and I'm going to take Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker. Steaks. Good Steaks comedy. Good spot in the show just to get people going. Love it. I agree. I agree. Great pick. Um, coming back to me for NXT, I'm trying to see who else we have left here. Uh, we have still tons of talent that we have here. And there is a uh, gentleman. Uh, actually, let me ask you guys. Is it my pick right now? Yeah, it's back to you. Yes. That's right. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. No, no. no. You didn't no. put him on the list. He's on the list. He's Don't on the double list. check yeah. that. He's yeah. on the list. My pick is yeah, he's on the Daniel Bryan. Oh, oh. The yes man himself. Great See, that's the yeah, thing with him. Always forget about Daniel Bryan. <laughs> he can play both sides. He can be heel. He can be face. He showed him recently. Like, he, his heel work has been great. And I just think he can do great as a face, and I think uh, the Full Sail University 
uh, would love him and they would acclimate to him so well. Man, that, so that's my pick. That that's a great that's a great pick. I can only I can only imagine right now like that's gonna be a champion next NXT. Well, we'll see. You, we'll, well see. You, you can, you we'll can see. Speculate, I speculate, sir. but you can speculate. we'll see. You know what I want to speculate now? <laughs> who is who are JV's next back-to-back picks? My next two picks are all tied together because you can't have one without the other. So with the tag team division, I'm taking the New Day. Ooh, thank you very much. Hey, can't forget and about then, this. And the singles wrestler, I got, I got to do it. I got to take Kofi. You can't, you can't have you all the New Day without all three. So yeah. I took all three. It's SmackDown, baby. I can't do a Kofi. Friday, Friday, nights Friday nights are bumping on my show right now. <laughs> yes. We're making tons of money over here. I, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, so now we're back to NXT. I'm going to pick somebody, actually, that I don't think has been they, – they're on for, quote, unquote, the main roster, and they haven't done Jack, and I think he's very, very talented. I'm going to go with a gentleman by the name of I E.C. In the C. I think what he showed, what he could do in Impact Wrestling, his character work, and I don't think they've capitalized that since he's been in WWE. He was in NXT for a cup of coffee, but he hasn't done anything since moving to Raw, so I'd, I'd move him right back down to NXT. And now, we're moving, speaking of Raw, back to Raw with Mike with a back-to-back pick for Raw. All right, in my first pick, I'm taking somebody that we've talked about just recently, somebody that people hate. We hate him for real. And you can continue hating him because that's how they're pushing him. I'm taking Baron Corbin. King Corbin, if you will. Oh, yes. I did not update the list to read King Corbin. But, yes, that is a great pick. Great, great pick. I think he could be a great heel in either, you know, your your secondary title or your main event scene, which is great. Um, but then you have a second pick. And are you going to stick with singles? Are you going to go to the women? Are you going to go to I'm the going bag? to the women. And I'm taking Lacey Evans. Ooh, the Southern Belle. The Southern Belle. That's a great pick. I really like her yeah, character. She's been solid. I really and like her And she likes character. to put over her gimmick in reality, too, so that's pretty damn cool. So good. So good. Well, I'm going to... So we're back to yep. NXT? Okay. Uh, so, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I think I'm going to stick with the women here. And, uh, you know, but who's to say? It's my podcast, right? <laughs> I, I, right? I'm the, I'm the boss. Uh-oh. So I'm going with the Sasha Boston Banks. girl. Nice. This is great. I think it's, she's a great pick. Again, her heel work, I think, is untouchable right now. I think it's phenomenal. And I, I can't wait to see what she's going to do in Jay Free's version of NXT. Now, we're moving back on to Friday Night SmackDown with two back-to-back picks by JV. All right, so I'm going to also uh, draft another female wrestler here, another woman, going with uh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, man. That's a great pick. And then... uh, I love it. Great pick. I think she's grossly underrated. Um, She was a big star. Even though she she was at the top, but I feel like uh, she's legit. She, She can do it. Um... So my next pick here is going to be our truth. Our truth is coming to SmackDown on Friday nights. We need the veteran leadership. We need someone to promote some products on the show. What's he's a, up? He's a that that great. What's up? Yeah, that's great. That's a great, great pick. Man. Respect our truth. Man, 
Now, I have a question for you guys because now we're back on to NXT. Uh, do you guys, because I, I, I'm sure you guys have seen, I have a, uh, a T-shirt with my logo on it with the Free Your Geek podcast. Do you guys have a uh, bottom line? We don't wrestling have any gear. Merch coming out? I mean, that's a great idea. I mean, that's, you know, kind of like uh, promoting your own podcast or your gear. It's very fashionable. And I'm going to choose the Fashion Police Whoa. as my next tag team for oh, NXT. Fandango and Breeze, I think, are both very, very talented, but they're, they're like the second coming, in my opinion, of Edge and Christian. So that's where I'm going. I'm going the Fashion Police. And now we're moving over to the Raw side. Mr. Prue, you have two back-to-back picks for Monday Night Raw. All what right, is your first so pick? I'm going to wrap up my tag teams here. My fourth tag team. Finishing that off, and I'm going to take the authors of Pain. Akum Reza. Akum Reza. Yeah. Yes, they're, you know, I like what they're doing with them recently. Do with like they're doing like the whole backstage thing, and they're looking like almost like they, they could be like two like yep. enforcers for like the mob. I'm just waiting. I would love to be like EC3 to be like a mob boss. Or like somebody that's got connections, and then so there's like his bodyguards or something. I would love to see that. That's great. All these guys. That's but great. That is idea. a great pick for a tag team. You have right. one more pick, sir. You know what? One more pick. I'm going Roman Reigns. I'm taking Roman Reigns. Hey, he's a good Ooh. worker. You put him in any main event match, mm. he's gonna sell, and he's gonna work his ass off and make a good match, even if the fans don't like it. It's gonna be entertaining. Sell. So. Hey, he's my he's my twelfth pick. You know what? What do you mean? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but it's it's still a great pick. It's still a great look. I got Seth Rollins at two. I got Roman Reigns at twelve. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Roman Reigns should be on the unemployment line. Well, so we're moving on to NXT, and uh, you know, Roman Reigns is a very strong pick. But speaking of strong. I'm breaking up the Undisputed Era because I'm drafting oh, Roderick okay. Strong. Nice. Roderick Strong. I have a good feeling. I have a great place that I want to put him and keep him in the uh, the mix within NXT. And now we're moving over to the Friday Night SmackDown side with JD with back-to-back picks. All right, my next pick, I got to go ah. with Braun Strowman. That's bringing it, bring it on. Another monster squad. to the squad here. Well, it's funny because it's funny <laughs> because you know SmackDown used to have the giant fist as at this this stage, and now it's going to get these hands. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. You see, you got me thinking. You're hired, Jay Freak. You're hired on the SmackDown yeah, crew. I love it. I love it. I'll be a writer. That's yeah. great. Um, my next pick is um, Buddy Murphy. Love it. I love that pick. That's a sleeper candidate right there. As a sleeper candidate, he's again. He showed what he could do. He wrestled both Roman Reigns and had a great match with Daniel Bryan, and they haven't done squat with him. And I know it's um, crazy. It's crazy. Some, all this talent—it's insane. That's a great pick. So those were your two back-to-back picks. We're back to me now, and I still have one tag team left, one female, and a couple of uh, single stars. And I'm just trying to look over my list here. Um, let's see, who do I have left? You know what? Going, I'm going to go with tag teams, and uh, I'm going to take somebody that you know, maybe have ha- you know they don't have the biggest shine. You can say that they're not well known. Maybe you've forgotten about them. 
I'm you know taking what? the I like Forgotten them. Sons. I think they're they're great. I think uh, they're, they're they're breakout talent. I think they could fit on the main roster at any point in time. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick them with NXT for now because I think there's a lot more they could okay, still yeah. do on NXT. All right, so it's back to me. Back to so Raw. Moving, I believe, over to Raw. Is it? All right. So my tag Back teams are done, so I cannot add any tag teams, but I can add a woman, so I'm going to add a woman to my team right now, and I'm taking Nia Jax. I need a big woman. I need a beast. She's, I'm not, like, she's most not like most girls. Not like most girls. <laughs> That's, exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, and then my second That's a great pick. Back to the men. And I'm gonna take. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Stuff on here. Now, now we get to the point where it's tough. But I'm go. Yeah, pressure's on. I'm taking. Pressure's on. The Miz. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. The A-lister. Good pun there. The A-lister okay. is on. Awesome. That joke's in effect. Yeah. That is awesome. All right, so. That's it. So I'm done with my tag teams. Now I have to pick for NXT. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. We're in the month of October. We're, we're thinking, you know, Halloween's coming up. That's the next major holiday, you know, that people are going to celebrate. They're going to dress up. They're going to dress up like vampires. They're going to dress up like mummies. They're going to dress up like werewolves. And, like, the full moon comes out. And speaking of moon, I'm choosing Ember Moon. As I think we're too nice to female. each other. We need to start saying, eh, yeah, that pick sucked. <laughs> nah, well, we, but I like that, doing that We can start doing that, especially now that we're getting yeah, into the new. I know. Group. I did. I said Roman hey, Reigns sucked. Remember? You said Adam yeah. Cole sucked. <laughs> and, and I think you said see. Adam Cole right off the bat was a bust. So there you go. So I'm I'm now full of uh, my picks. I finished my picks for women and tag teams, focusing on singles. But now we're moving over to the SmackDown side. JV's got two back-to-back picks. Oh, and I think we each no. have one pick left after that, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> no, I'm picking someone. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. So is it on me now? Yeah, it's on you. Yes, I'm sir. I'm back to back. All right. So I'm going to take. Um, uh, I'm going to take a fourth tag team here. I'm going to, you know, people flipping through the channels. These guys might catch their eye, and uh, might help ratings a little. We're going to go with the Hardy Boys. Nice. There you go. Um, so we get a little more yeah. veteran veteran leadership there, and then. Um, now this guy signed by WWE technically, but he's not on your list. So if it's not a, if this pick, don't count. Well, just no, tell me, just, and, you if, know, if I'll, he signed, I'll make if he him signed, we're good. I'm pretty sure he signed. He's the uh, he's on the Evolve brand, and it's the superstar of all superstars, the future of wrestling, Austin Theory. Uh-oh. Interesting, interesting. All right, you could expose a brand new audience to the, to this wrestling. That's awesome. Very cool, very cool. I have three picks left from my uh, NXT side, if I did this correctly, hopefully. And my next pick, I'm looking through the list right here, and uh, I'm kind of amazed that this person is still available uh, because we do know that Balor Club is for everyone. I am taking Finn Balor. There you go. That's kind of where he needs to be, NXT. I'd like to pick there. I agree, I agree. Through a draft him, I probably would have had a different opinion. <laughs> okay, so now we're moving on. We're going back to Raw, I believe it is. Yeah, going to Raw. Are these the your last two picks, or do you have three picks left? Last two? 
Last two. So you got two back-to-back picks, sir. All right. You have so two picks left. I'll go to Andrade. Andrade. Nice, great pick. Another sleeper pick. I think he's very talented. He's very, very talented. Yes. Uh, and, and did you? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna admit. Did you have Zelina on your brand, or did JD choose? Zelina? I have Zelina. Yep. So that's again, you keep them together. That's, that's right. Plus, it's great. And then I have one more woman, and I'm taking just because I love her, and I'll make her a star. Billy Kay. I love Billy Kay. I think she's so underrated. Her and Peyton Royce from the Iconics. Both amazing. They're hilarious. Yep. They're very entertaining. I agree. It's, it's just fantastic. That's a great pick. Thank you. Uh, okay, I have two. That was those were your last two yep. picks. Yep. So then I got two picks. So I'm going to do one pick, and then JV, you got two back to backs, and then it'll finish with me. So my next pick right here. Um, let's see. Who do I like here? There's somebody else. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm going to go with this. I'm going to pick uh, the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura. That's a late, uh, n- nice late pick. So that's, uh, he's, he's rounding out. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know who else you, you got there, JV, but you got two picks, my friend. All right, Let's so them. I need one more in my women's division here. And uh, we're going to go with Lana to round out the uh, four blondes, all blondes yep, on yep. SmackDown. Um, and with my second pick, I can go a singles wrestler. I'm going to go with kind of a local hero here, Oni Larkin. Wow, great pick. A.K.A. was Biff Music. Yes, local local wrestler here in the New England area. Great, great, great. And it, All right. it falls, falls on to me. I got one pick left. And this guy is also one of my favorite wrestlers, and he is still available at this time. And it's just very interesting because I just picked Shinsuke Nakamura, He's kind of the mouthpiece for Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going with Sami Zayn. That's a good pick. Good pick. Not to screw things up here, but I do have the last pick. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, hey, guess what? I just took Sami Zayn away from you. (laughs) You did. And I wanted him. But I'm going with Elias for my last pick. Well, that's what WWE stands for. (laughs) (laughs) And that's great. You know, you're you're on Raw. You're the flagship show. Walk with. Oh, yes. You can do his little oh, thing. I have, so, the, I have the shirt. <laughs> beautiful. I do too. I have his tour shirt. All right, you guys. Got both been super fun. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back from break, we're going to kind of break down our, our rosters here. We're going to each start from division to division. We're all going to compare ours. We're going to talk about who's in the title hunt, who the champions are, and we're essentially going to compare our rosters to each other. So we'll be back after this break. Hey, everyone. I want to quickly tell you about 4041 Media. 4041 Media is a collection of podcasts in the southern New England area. And in addition to the great show that is Free Your Geek, you can check out 4041media.com and listen to the Psych Your Crime podcast to figure out why the crazies commit the crimes that they do. Or if movies are more your thing, check out the cast of characters at Movie Theater Time Machine. You can hear all of that at 4041media.com. That's 4041media.com. 4041media, for listeners, by listeners. And welcome back to Free Your Geek. I am your host, Jay Free, and with me is Mike Prue and JV, and we have just finished our draft, and now we're about to go and break down our individual brands for each division within that brand. 
So gentlemen, thank you again for doing this. This was really, really fun. I thought it was unique and different. And uh, we're going to start with Raw, and we're going to start with the tag team division in Raw. So Mike, what you're going to do is you're going to list all of your, your tag teams, including your number one contender and your inaugural tag team champions all right, for so the Raw brand. Just to clarify, you want me to start from the bottom, not my... You, you don't have to start champion. from the bottom. You can just rank them. But the, the, the thing is, you want to just tell me what your number one contender, like the, the teams in your division, the number one contender, and then the champion. So how, whichever order you want to put it in besides that, you can do that. All right. So these are the teams in my division. We have the Viking Raiders, Authors of Pain, Heavy Machinery, and the Undisputed Era. And my champions are the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley. They are the champs, and their number one contenders are the Viking Raiders. So we got a top heel team up against a big baby face team. That's how I'm putting Viking Raiders, which is what they are positioned as right now. They are a baby face team, and they are going after the Undisputed Era. And then right behind the Viking Raiders are AOP on the rise, and then right behind them is Heavy Machinery, who is just pumping up the crowd. Making everybody happy to show up to the event. So, so you could theoretically have AOP and Heavy Machinery do go as well. Right, they can go at it. Hawkers. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's how I situated it. It's pretty much I want a feud going on in the lower part of the card and then something going on with the title scene. Very cool. JV, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm not an undisputed guy, so uh, I'm not a big You don't fan like of Bobby guys. Fish? No. Nah, I'm not a fan of any of those guys. Not Kyle O'Reilly? Nope. Man. So nope. if we if we were doing a Raw versus SmackDown, I like right the Viking now, Raiders though a lot. The Viking Raiders, I think, are the best team that that Prue drafted personally. But That's I will say this: I will say that I like the idea that as now, say you're like general manager of SmackDown, the fact that you're kind of like shitting on his tag team division that's that's kind of cool because it's like <laughs> dude like yeah i have a better tag team division than you i'll tell you about it in a second yeah exactly but let's talk about i want to before i want to rebut that a little bit viking raiders are my favorite but i want them to chase the belts i want them to beat undisputed era so that's undisputed the has the, 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 the money's in the chase the money right. is in the chase sir. exactly so i want the viking raiders to beat them so i'm not going to make my favorite team the champs right away let the crowd be excited about the build-up. And that's how I set this up. And that's and then you, well, you can that's what you'll notice it. throughout my 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 setup here. All right. And, and, JV, and basically right? what I was going to say is, yeah, you could, you could theoretically take AOP and build them up so then they'll be the number one contenders if and when the Viking Raiders win the, the championship. Or even Heavy Machinery can jump in. Yeah. So I got a good I mean, division. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying as a competing commissioner... I have to I have to talk up my own brand. And speaking of talking up my own brand, let's talk about my tag team. I have the Forgotten Sons, and they're going to be feuding with the Usos off the bat, while the Fashion Police are chasing the titles held by the Revival. And I think that would be a great feud, given that you know there's a lot of comedy from the Fashion Police, and the Revival are a little bit more of a serious team. I could really see them getting under the Revival skin. But then having the revival just be a little bit more vicious in retaining their title and putting uh, a lot of uh, prestige into the NXT Tag Team Championships. Gentlemen, your thoughts. I can, For me, if I'm watching the revival, 
against Fashion Police in a tag team championship match, and Fashion Police are the champs. All right, I'll buy that they're the champs, but I'm gonna get sick of them being the champs, and I'll be happy with the with the Dash and Wilder taking some losses yeah. to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be- because they'll be funny. Because they'll be like, "Oh fuck, we messed up." Right. Damn. Right. We lost again. Right. The, that the kind of thing. Versus the the, the right. comedy aspect of it. And you know they and should I, win, but they keep losing right, some way. Right. And I think you got the Usos and the Forgotten Sons, who are both like really good, good teams, a little bit more real life, a little bit more gritty, a little bit more realistic, if you will. And I think they could play off each other very, very well, and almost have it be more of a violent type of tag team match. Well, that's very good. Uh, moving on to SmackDown, we got JV and his SmackDown tag team division. Right. JV, what do you got for us? Well, my tag team division ain't the strongest, but you know we're not giving them much airtime. We're a two-hour show here at SmackDown. Unlike our uh, counterparts <laughs> over at Raw, they get three hours. Hey, no, of, I'm going two hours. I'm go- no, I'm moving back to two hours. Oh, yeah, I'm I don't think GM. that's in the contract yeah. with USA. Well, too, no, too bad. Better take that up with Vince. <laughs> but what, I, what I got here in my tag team division, from the bottom to the tippity top, I got the Hardy Boys feuding with the B-team. Not much going on there, but, you know, you need some comedic act. You get the Hardy Boys beat up on the B-team a little. B-team can get on the mic, get the crowd pumped a little. There are marks in the crowd that, you know, appreciate what Axel and Bo Dallas bring to the table, like myself. Popcorn break. Yeah, they're good at coming up with the catchphrase (laughs) and stuff. Uh, But the top of my card's interesting. I got the uh, number one contenders, Street Profits, chasing New Day. Oh, that is fucking amazing. That's amazing. So That's I don't really even have an undercard because I got two of the best, you know, probably performers mic-wise, you know. Imagine them and going the back and forth. Going at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Picture. Well, I, I can tell you between that and then if you even if you wanted to, the Broken Hardys versus the B-team, I think that would be very interesting too. I like it. I like it. I think you could do that. And the, the Profits versus uh, New Day would be we want funk. so entertaining. Yeah. We, we want, want the funk. We want the New Day. They're going to have the whole crowd chanting that. And the New Day, you know, they're not going to respect them at first. They're not going to give them the time. It would be great. They they do a a feud for like a couple months, probably just like two weeks, which is what they would do in reality. And then they join together. And then we finally get more to the New Day. Yeah, imagine that. Or or the reverse. You have New Day eventually turn heel. And go street. Because they're seeing seeing the street profits actually become, they, they, they started off like the New Day started off. And now they they could be like the almost the old grizzled veterans who don't respect this new upstart team that's basically taking their spot, so to speak. Ooh. And it's like a you know a pale imitation of what they are, and that turns them heel. I think they, I think that would be a good long term story, story. And that's what I was thinking do. of actually. Uh, the payoff at the end of this feud would be a double turn. Um, yeah. Where you kind of have the street profits come on top, and um, you know pretty much carry the entertainment torch that the New Day has been giving us for a few years now in the tag team division, regardless of what brand they're on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great. Like, that's, that's cool. So the other card's booking. a little rough, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you made we're, it up we're, on the we're, top. We're, we're going heavy hitters at the top here because, like I said, we're making money here on SmackDown. We're well, selling well, T-shirts. Let's, let's move <laughs> from the undercard to the midcard, and we each have a singles title under our brand, and the U.S. title is on Raw. So, Mr. Prue, let's hear your U.S. title squad. All right, so my U.S. title squad is made up of Elias, Andrade, 
Kushida, Ricochet, Samoa Joe, and King Corbin. Now my US champion is King Corbin. Wow, <laughs> how did I know? I, I had a feeling. Hey, All right. you gotta get the heat. You gotta get the belt. Yeah. And they're doing the right yeah. thing. Everyone's like, eh, fucking Baron Corbin, King Corbin, he shouldn't be the king ring. Well, yeah, he should, because people hate it. It pisses people off, and that's what you want to do. Piss people off so you can build up somebody to kick his ass. So, I got King Corbin in the number one spot. And I'm going to go right to his number one contender. Because this guy is going to be babyface. And I want him to be babyface for my team. And that's Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is going to end that reign of King Corbin and be king of Samoa. Samoan king. I like it. He's I a, like that. He's often known as the Samoan that is not part of the Anoa'i family. The outsider, and, per se. Yeah, he's the outsider. That's Actually, it's the Anoa'i. Anoa'i, not Anoa'i, but Anoa'i. He's the only Samoan wrestler that's not part of the Anoa'i. And he's going to be the king of Samoa after he beats we, King Corbin. We had babyface Samoa Joe for like a cup of coffee. Right. recently and uh, the crowd really kind of got behind him the dude can talk he's he's great on the mic yep i think uh yeah that's a great they, he could you know again with the heat that corbin has i think samoa joe could step right in there and and that rain crush him huge baby face. exactly yeah. and great. and that on my lower card within that division started from the bottom i got ricochet then elias kushida and andrade and I would love to see Andrade versus Kushida, because that would be a hell of a match. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, that is, and, it's got a lot of promise. Yeah, that that's a great match going on there. So whoever wins that maybe goes on to fight Samoa Joe. That would be great. Elias, he can wrestle with anybody. He's underrated. They they don't use him properly, but he can, he can go. And I put him in this division because he needs to earn his stripes a little bit more. He He's not ready for that top tier. He's not ready for a universal world title. He needs to be in this division. And this... I love Elias, but he doesn't fit anywhere, really. That's what sucks about it. And I feel bad that he's like number four on my list. He's at the bottom of even this list. But there he is there. And Ricochet, he's number five. I would say he would beat Elias and jump into that Kushida Andrade mix and go up against Samoa Joe. And Elias would end up feuding with King Corbin, and that would be the bottom eventually. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So it kind of comes full circle. That's, that's you know, yeah. method thinking, moving up the chain, so to speak. Yep. Well, I have something very similar for the North American Championship in NXT. Starting at the bottom, I have Shinsuke Nakamura, who would be feuding with Aleister Black. Followed by Finn Balor feuding with Roderick Strong. Then I'd have my number one contender, Cesaro, in a babyface role versus somebody he's previously faced in NXT when Cesaro was a heel. But now this guy is just killing it as a heel. My North American champion in NXT, Sami Zayn versus Cesaro as my premier match. I think that would be so amazing. And I think with, with, with yep. Shinsuke and, and, and Alistair Black, just like the kicks that they could throw at each other. And then you have two like strong hands with with Roddy Strong and Finn Balor. 
I think. And then, you know, say, say for example, Cesaro eventually dethrones Sami Zayn. You can move Roderick Strong in as a heel against Cesaro. That would be an amazing match. And then you could do Sami Zayn and Balor, or maybe Balor and Cesaro, or even put Shinsuke in there with Cesaro. Like Cesaro is a utility player. So I think once he dethrones Sami Zayn, and then Sami Zayn in that same respect, be a utility player and mix it up with any of those guys and have an amazing match. That's a hell of a so, yeah. Hell I'm on board with that. Hell of a North American that's, that's championship. My yeah, yeah, it's a hell of a hell of a um, card you have there. Hell of a little roster in yeah, my yeah. mid card. No, uh, no, what's crazy that's, that's, is yeah. A lot of people like the crap on WWF product right now. WWE product right now, and we're making it sound so good <laughs> with with our own booking. Because we're we're talking about it as fans that appreciate the the art of the. And we're not telling them to get anybody know? else. We're not saying, "Oh, get Kenny Omega, get the Young Bucks." It's like, no, right. you got the guys. Just do this. Yeah, you you no. That's that's my argument the whole time. Is like the talent has never been greater than it has been today. It's yes, great. we look upon the Attitude Era with more rose colored glasses, but because that was because it was exciting. It was it was a feeling of the show. It wasn't it wasn't the fact that there were like boobs and swearing and blood. It was the fact that there were compelling storylines and compelling characters and people you could get behind where now it's a little bit more homogenized, where it's like week after week, it's going to be this guy versus this guy, guy A wins, this guy versus this guy, guy B wins. And then it's like, then we go to the rubber match next week. And it's like, nobody, it's not as exciting. And that's why like, you know, certain things with, with SmackDown going over to Fox and they're going to be separate writing teams and separate brands. WWE really has an opportunity to kind of step up and work on like some decent storylines, decent feuds and get the audience back. And we've seen a little like glimmer here and there on raw recently under Paul Heyman. So we'll see where it goes, but I just, I, I appreciate the compliment that my North American championship uh, roster, the, 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 that division within NXT is packed and everybody can have a great, match. But we're moving from North America. We're getting out of North America and we're moving more intercontinental um, and we're talking about SmackDown with the IC Championship. And JV, go over your roster and your your uh, wrestlers for competing for the Intercontinental Championship. Well, for the IC Championship, um, you know, start from the bottom here. I've got uh, Austin Theory and Oni Larkin at the bottom. Uh, rounded out by R Truth, also at the bottom. So you kind of have these three guys who I think are up and coming. Uh, you got Lorkin in theory, up and coming stars. You got one of the best workers in the industry, and R Truth trying to you know groom these guys at the bottom of the IC slash you know really singles wrestler trying to find their way. And the um, the mo- you know the belt that's in you know, most reach for them would actually be that IC championship. And um, so yeah, I'd have Austin Theory and Oni Lorkin and R Truth kind of in a three way feud. Um, figuring each other out and are to basically grooming Larkin and Austin Theory for um, a bright future. In the middle of the IC card, I've got Chad Gable and Buddy Murphy putting on five-star matches every Friday. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> salivating. Oh. <laughs> salivating thinking of that match. So, um, you know, two of the most underrated, not, not really underrated, but they don't get a lot of um, exposure, I guess the best way to put it, because when you see them, you know, um, you know you're getting you know, top-tier performance like chad gable i remember back when he was nxt the first time i saw him and i was like this guy's legit because he actually had a match with baron corbin and he did a rolling suplex a guy his size onto uh onto corbin which i think he actually did recently in their um 
one of their matches over the past few weeks. He performed that move, but he'd actually done that before to Corbin back when they were both in NXT. Um, Great recall. Top of the card. Yeah, yeah, I'll never forget that. It's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in, in wrestling. It was just... No one expected little Chad Gable to pick up a guy like Baron Corbin over his head. I mean, there was some momentum. He kind of like uses momentum off the the corner rope and bounced back and did it. But he bridges it and everything. It's just incredible. YouTube it if you've never seen it before, if you missed it. Back in when it was NXT together or whether it was just, you know, within the past month, he actually performed a similar move against Corbin. So, uh, but people were impressed. But they forget he'd done it before. But um, rounding out my IC championship is um, champion Kevin Owens. And chasing Kevin Owens is Velveteen Dream. I think Good these two guys can have spot. a lot of. Um, yeah, I think these guys. Um, so who better for Velveteen Dream to learn from and kind of get groomed up through the mid card and into the eventually the main event? We all know that's a, you know, it's, it's kind of inevitable that Dream will end up being in the main event of uh, AEW. Long. Or whether it's yeah, whether it's SmackDown Raw or NXT. So I'm, 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 I'm hopping on that now, and I'm grooming him with Kevin Owens, and we just you know, enjoy the entertainment every week and the back-and-forth banter. So my question is, is Kevin Owens the heel or the babyface in that scenario? Well, on, on my promotion, we're not going to be pushing uh, babyfaces and heels as much. But, um, oh, okay. fan reaction? Gonna, you know, yeah, fan reaction. We're going to play it by ear. But in this case, I would say Kevin o- we're going to play Kevin Owens as the face and Velveteen Dream as the heel. I just think. It do you think that would be the better, that, better on TV? Do you think that's the natural reaction? Who's gonna? Who are they gonna go with? Who are the crowd go with? With those two guys? Well, if those, it, it depends on how you introduce. Um, it all and how you introduce Dream. I would introduce him as a heel, so I'd have him do heel things. Um, you know, Kevin Owen win the championship over, like, say, um, and if. Someone that's not in my division here. Say R Truth. Say R Truth's in one of his heel modes. You have Kevin Owens win the belt from R Truth. Velveteen Dream coming in attack Owens. The marks will cheer for Velveteen Dream, yep. but the, the initial booking will be Kevin Owens positioned at the face. Then they'll have Velveteen to decide. Dream is the heel, but then they'll decide. But you know, we'll we'll let the fans decide. Um, you know, future booking. Well, they'll have an influence. Ah, than, that's good booking. Well, more than a voice they get that they get now. Man, we're good bookers. Yeah, I, I think we, we've got hella promotions right. Jay Free. <laughs> Yeah, the way we're promoting, yeah, it's it's great. I I and I love it. I think Kevin Owens and even Velveteen Dream back and forth on the mic would be amazing. Yeah, too. I can already picture it. You know, Velveteen Dream goes up for the uh, the purple rainmaker, the elbow, and somehow yeah. Kevin Owens turns it into like a pop up power bomb or something, or, or stuns him. You're like, yeah, there's just there's some big spots to be made and a lot of. Uh, just think of the mic, the mic battles, the battles on the mic, uh, the theatrics between the two. You got over the top Velveteen Dream going against hard hitting. You know, Kevin Co- uh, Kevin Owens. I love that. I love that. Well, we're gonna we're gonna move into the main event now, and we have you know two divisions in the main event. We have males and females, the women wrestlers, and we're gonna go over to the raw side for the women's wrestlers. So, Mike, if you could go through your roster of women's. Wrestlers. All right, my women are Night Jacks, Zelina Vega, Billy Kay, Lacey Evans, and Bianca Belair. And my women's champion is Lacey Evans. Wow. Nice. Okay. She's my champ. She's my heel champ. That's the way I book my territory. I want the heels with the belts. I like it. I want my star rising. And when my star gets the belt, they're going to lose it (laughs) eventually. But that's the way 
That's why I book it. But the girl I have going after is my number one pick. It's Bianca Belair versus Lacey Evans. That is a match. Okay. So Bianca Belair would yeah. be the face? Yeah, Bianca Belair scenario? is going to be a face. She's over as a face. She's like the rock of a woman, in my opinion. She's going to get over like okay. that. She has the attitude. She can get people behind her. She's going to be a star. Big time star. I could, and I could honestly see the the uh, promos back and forth between the two of them. Maybe you know Bianca Belair doing a little bit more of a. Uh, oh, she's going to try to. Lacey Evans Bianca Belair is going to be. Well, she's going to just counterpoint what Lacey Evans is. Lacey Evans is trying to act like well, she's and proper, Lacey, Lacey, and she's going to say, "No, this ain't 1970, 1965, or whatever." Well, she could say she could say that being a lady is not just a privilege; it's a woman's right. Well, even that too. We can go to that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a catchphrase. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll give that to your organization, to your, to, to rock, to your thanks. Make, make that thanks, a NXT. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that, like that's a natural great. feud right there. Lacey Evans versus Bianca Belair. Come on, you got to go there. So, I would say I put the belt on Lacey Evans. She holds it for a while. Bianca chases her. Gets that belt. And then we move on from there. And then we get the next heel coming up. And that's Selena Vega. Right after Bianca Belair as the champ. So she's riding on her. And then at the bottom of the card we got Nia Jax and Billy Kay. Nia Jax would freaking squash Billy Kay. As I said when I drafted Billy Kay. Hey, I want her. Because she's underrated and she's my girl. (laughs) So she's on my team. But. She'll get smashed like by Nijax, and Nijax will go up against Vega, and she'll lose because Zelina is going to cheat, and Andrade will help her get that victory. Yeah, Be exactly. There. So she, guess, so she gets knocked out of that, and Bianca remains a champ for a while. So there we go. I like it. I like it. Well, moving on to the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, it's it was this one was the toughest one for me That's to rank. Tough for you. Um, basically, I have I, I I can see you running tag team matches: Becky Lynch and Ember Moon versus Bailey and Sasha Banks, and then they all gun for my champion Asuka, and nobody can beat Asuka. I think that you keep you keep rotating them out. Becky, you know, I think Becky Lynch actually sits at the bottom of this. I think maybe you start with wow. Bailey, you go to Ember Moon, you go to Sasha Banks, and then you have. Becky Lynch working her way up, you know, maybe she gets humiliated by Asuka. She loses her, you know, she loses the title. She's got still got the man gimmick. Maybe she loses a little like faith in herself and she's going to start right back from the bottom up again, start, you know, beating Ember Moon and then Sasha Banks and then Bailey, or you can reverse those two. And then all of a sudden it's Asuka. And then maybe after months of working her way up, you know, every takeover, once against Ember, once against Sasha, once against Bailey, she finally four takeovers later, she finally gets her shot at Asuka, and then she loses. And Asuka is the dominant champion the way she should have always been when she came over to the main roster and stayed undefeated. And I just feel like a lot of her luster has been lost. I think she's one of the toughest women, the, the one of the best workers for the women, and I think she's severely underrated right now. They got her stuck in a tag team uh, with Dakota Kai. Uh, not Dakota Kai. Uh, who am I thinking of? Kyrie Sane. And uh, like she's, they're doing nothing. And I just, uh, to me, it's like, 
I want her to get back that luster that she had when she was the undefeated NXT women's champion. So that's that's my women's division. I would say you have Thoughts. the strongest women's division. Yeah. Definitely have the strongest so, um both so know, it's very, in the ring and on the right. mic. In your so it's very tough for you to plan that out. But JV and I have but I, I just think up and coming. It's a good problem yeah. to have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good, good. Well, moving on to the SmackDown side of things. And JV, I think we talked about this uh, during the break. But uh, we might have a different women's division uh, for you. Yeah, so I um, <laughs> I was the first and only one to mess up during the draft. And I took an extra male single wrestler um, instead of the – so instead of five women's wrestler division, I have four. Um, that wasn't by planning. That was totally by mistake. Oh. Well, so we're going to roll with it. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to I ask. Before, before, before you get into this, where is that extra spot? Who would you take away? The extra Who'd you take away? No, no. The extra – the extra spot is in the IC Championship, so the mid card. Who who was who that extra spot? The extra spot the would have been Oni Larkin because I took him after okay. Austin Theory. Okay, because you were saying you were saying SmackDown's here to make money. You're not worried about the tag team division. You're here to make money. Do you think you can make money off him? Off who? Austin Theory. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Okay. Well then, I'll allow. Yeah, it. yeah. I'll yeah. Allow yeah. It. So I, I think I can make. I can, we can promote him well. You know, maybe we we don't know we don't know what uh, managers we have. We need to get into that. Maybe we got a little Heyman. I think Heyman could do great for Austin Theory. He's a young kid. He's like twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. Uh, Evolve and WNN. We're gonna have to revisit in like six months and see if Austin Austin Theory is even in, <laughs> and then we can shame JV. Well, that's why. That's why. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's why. But I was gonna say, if anybody listens to it to my show when we do the yeah. final countdowns. KB is always screwing something up or changing things on the fly, but despite what we talked to, so I'm used to it. So we have a four women, a four person women's roster for SmackDown Live. JV, go for it. All buddy. right. So top, uh, bottom to top. So um, the undercard, I guess, in the women's division, we'll have Lana, Lana and Mandy Rose going at it. And um, there's actually all four blondes uh, wrestlers. Is that a band? Uh, that just. <laughs> That just that just that just kind of how it happened. So we got Lana and Mandy Rose um, going at it. You know, not much going on. They're both kind of still finding their way. Especially Lana. I don't think she'll come much further, but she uh, does well on TV. Yeah, she's attractive. She does well on TV. She can, uh, you know, she can do a promo. She can act in non wrestling roles for us. So you know, I feel like we get a lot of value out of Lana on the roster. Mandy Rose is someone we're high on. We think she. Uh, you know, she has all the tools to be a, you know, legit women's superstar. You know, she's got the look. She can wrestle. She needs to clean up her mic a little bit. Just, I think, find a little bit more of identity in her character. And, uh, but, you know, we'll work with that. And um, so we'll have Mandy Rose and Lana uh, digging it out. And at the top of the card, we have, you know, two proven blue chippers. Two former NXT um, stars who are now, you know, superstars on the WWE main roster. And that's Charlotte as the champion against Alexa Bliss. So I know technically they're both heels, but I think you can kind of play, you know, we're flexible. We can do, um, you know, we could do Alexa Bliss as a face here, Charlotte as the heel or vice versa. Um, again, you know, we're, uh, we listen to the crowd. We listen to the people. I don't think anyone's going to boo if you have both of these in the ring. So you'll probably have a split, a split crowd, which we're all for, um, you know, helps you know keep everyone happy. And um, that's what we're rolling with. Nice. So Charlotte, arguably so gonna... the greatest women's wrestler of all time, uh, you could argue. 
I, I agree. I agree with that. And I think it'd be a good dynamic, especially with the size difference with Alexa yeah. Bliss being uh, <laughs> yeah. five feet of fury and Charlotte actually being pretty uh, tall for a, for a woman. Um, so, yeah. I think that'd be like a good David versus Goliath. Yeah, so that's where Alexa would kind of, um, you know, back to my, my initial point where we'd start Alyssa more, uh, Alexa, not Alyssa, Alexa more as the face here as best we can. Underdog. And Charlotte, yeah, face and dog, you know, chasing Charlotte, the champion. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Prue, uh, NXT is going to throw another uh, thought your right. way, another creative thought. When we have Survivor Series and you have Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, your team name for your women can be the four non-blondes. <laughs> well, that's what I was getting to. Yeah, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you can be there. And then, and then one of, you know, whoever, like Zelina Vega hey. could look around. Yeah, and what's like, up with hey, me? Hey. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, that was a four non blondes joke. They had that song. What's going on? That was my inside joke. My dad joke. Thank you very much. Okay, moving from the females to the males, we're going to the Universal Championship of Raw. So, Mister Prue, let's hear your main eventers and your Universal. Before I get to that, since you hit me with that, I got a random idea for you. You can you can shoot it down right away. Okay, do it. I know it's your show. We got a time and everything. Okay. Yep. There's a bunch of people that haven't been taken. Should we do like one person at the end that we each picked that should have been taken in the draft? Like who is? Okay. We can do that. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do cool. that. All right. I like that. So my universal championship scene is my cast of characters. I got the Miz, AJ Styles, Adam Cole, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins. Sounds like Raw to me. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I won't be watching Raw. Again. God damn it! <laughs> All right, so I'll start with the bottom. I'll link to the top this time. The Miz is at the bottom, along with Roman Reigns. So four is Miz, three is Roman Reigns. They're going at it. Just get back into the scene. But at the top. Seth Rollins as the champion. He's the champ. Seth I love that guy. For years. Tyler Black in ROH. Glad he's made it where he is. I haven't liked what they've done with him for a long time, but they've kept him up top, so I appreciate that. But still, it's just different in WWE. But there he is. He's at the top. So he's a worker. He belongs there. He deserves it. He's going to be my champ. But there's an up-and-coming guy. Not that, not that young. He's just the same age as Seth Rollins at this point. He's Adam Cole, baby. And he was my first pick. So Adam Cole's on the rise, and he's going to go up against Seth Rollins. And I'm not saying he's going to win, but he's going to go up against him. And I think they can put on good matches. That'd be some... Hell yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's, a, that's so, a dream match right there. So I'll put that them right in match. there. JV, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that that uh, that upper echelon of superstars? Uh, well, I'm not, a, I'm not an Adam Cole guy. I'm not a Roman Reigns guy. I like Seth Rollins. I, totally, I agree with everything uh, Mike said about Seth Rollins. Um, AJ Styles is AJ Styles. And who's the, the other Miz. one? That was it? No, there was one more. The Miz. And I, I, I actually, I was a big Miz hater. For most of, most my, uh, most of his you know, start of his career, 
But just over the past few years, he's really kind of grown on me, and I I really respect how great of a performer is and how hard he works at his craft. So outside of Roman Reigns and Adam Cole, who two, in my opinion, uh, of the most overrated talents on the roster, I, th- I think you got a strong. What do you uh, think of Rollins versus Cole though, like head to head? You know, like I, I don't. I, Cole does not. No? I don't like Cole. Damn. Nah. No, I, I mean you could do I Rollins, like Rollins Styles. even Rollins Reigns. I could get on board with that. Rollins Styles, Rollins oh, Miz, I think would be fucking. All right, so amazing. you shit on my number one pick, and you really meant it. <laughs> That's fine, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I, I'm. Sorry, <laughs> now we got the, the feud. We have I'm that. We gotta keep. Well, this is the big no, thing good, because though. this is like the hot topic of the show. Is is Adam Cole shitty or not? <laughs> Yeah, I, I just don't know how many tickets you're selling. I don't know how many broadcasts, how many deals you're getting on Monday night. I think you're losing some sponsors. How about I tell you, you a little, about some merchandise? Some more, how about I tell you, Adam Cole <laughs> is Kevin Owens' best friend. Does that change anything? They, no. No? No? That is, that is a huge <laughs> they shock are the like, system. When they're on the road, when, they're always together. Oh, there's still time for Cole. I don't know. I don't know why. I th- maybe I'm just a hater, but I don't. So if if Cole gets brought that, up, nothing for me. I think Owens might join in with him. Ooh, maybe. Well, I, I like. I, I think Kevin he can Owens help can the undisputed era. Money with anybody. That'd be yeah. fucking awesome. Kevin Owens is amazing. I think that'd be yeah. very, very good. It killed me yeah. to have to put Kevin Owens as my IC champion. I know. I hear you. Division, but I've, I felt the I, same I, way I, with putting uh, King Corbin as a U.S. champ, but I gotta put a heel as a champ because I want Samoa Joe to beat him. But yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say that King Corbin as the the champ. My let's let's hop over to NXT because you guys are talking about a little All bit right. of black. Let's Here talk about my main event scene. And I, I mentioned that the women were the hardest to uh, kind of uh, put in order and rank here. This has been my other area that was good, but not the hardest, but it's kind of uh, controversial because in my bottom spot, I have Daniel Bryan. Then he'll be he'll be feuding, and you, I'm going to call it the Battle of the Beards. He'll be feuding with the heel Tommaso Ciampa, but then we'll also move, we'll also move Johnny Gargano in that mix, and it'll eventually lead to a triple threat. Okay. And the winner of that triple threat would face the NXT champion, and that match is going to be between the man who comes from the lap of luxury, Ethan Carter the Third, as the challenger. EC3 from high society, somebody who's been given everything in life. Facing a Scottish psychopath, in my champion Drew's gonna kill him. Drew McIntyre, and I think I think it would be amazing because if you look at everyone else, the size of everyone else that I have, Drew McIntyre is a literal head and shoulders above Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Bryan. Like I could see, similar to what I said about Asuka leading the pack of the women's champion, I could see Drew McIntyre dominating the division. And whichever one of my main eventers eventually upseats and, and uh, upsets him and, and takes that title, I think would be a huge baby face moving forward. So that's, those, great. that's my that's my main event scene right now in NXT. Yeah, I like it. I I, I personally, I, I'm the guy. If I was watching NXT on television, I'd be bitching that Champa and Brian should be at the top of the card. I'd be that guy. But um, yeah, 
No, you know, it's good. I, I I would actually do your card if I was booking NXT in reverse. In reverse, what sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd have I'd have Champa and Brian shooting oh, okay. for the belt, and then Drew McIntyre just dominating yeah, everybody I, else. I, I didn't see you coming with Champa and uh, Brian and Daniel Bryan, and that's just I'm I'm all in on that. Yeah, that, I'm, all, I'm all in on that. We've 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 all seen we, and we've all seen Champa and Gargano and what they can yeah. do. I imagine added him into the and mix. then leading into the triple threat like that. I think th- they're not your champs, but oh, I think those that's, guys are, that's your bread and butter. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. But again, we let it simmer for a little bit before we, we have it rise to yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Good so, payoff. Let's move over to to SmackDown. Let's hear finally JV oh. with his SmackDown main event players. All right, so I'm probably going to get a lot of booze here. But I'll take some time to adjust, but I think uh, on Friday Night Fights, this is what people will want to see. So the bottom of my WWE Championship division, I have Kofi Kingston. And uh, there's a reason he's at the bottom, which I'll get to once we get to the tippity top here. Uh, So we'll we'll basically have kind of these three feuding together. So we'd have Kofi Kingston, Bray Wyatt, and Braun Strowman in a, uh, you know, just kind of figuring out their place in the division and kind of trying to see who'll be the number one contender. Um, I, Bray Wyatt is going to be working extensively to kind of carry um, the bottom of the, the division, which I think will only help him grow and get the crowd to kind of go even more all in on him than they already are um, between uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, between the two. Um, and Kofi coming off uh, a WWE championship run should still have enough um, heat as a baby face where people will sympathize for Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, uh, you know, kicking the shit out of him most weeks in matches. You know, Kofi will be the seller putting the guys over. You know. Appreciate Kofi and everything he's done for the company. We put the belt on him. Now it's time to him, uh, you know, get some of that back from him. At the top, I got the champion Brock Lesnar being chased by Matt Riddle. I got two UF, two former UFC fighters. At the top of the card. I'm going with Matt Riddle, who I, some people could say it's early. They got to go to that. They got to build to that. From. But he's, he, yeah, he's not a young guy. He's like 32, 33 years old. He's still at least 10 years, if not more, younger than Lesnar. I forget how old Lesnar is. Um, they're both kind of like the bad boys of UFC at, you know, at, at their respective peaks. You know, Matt Riddle lost his, um, you know, could no longer fight with, for UFC, if I'm not mistaken, due to like failed marijuana policies uh, or tests. And he was on like a five win streak at UFC. So he was kind of trending up to make some big money at UFC. And then, you know, he broke the rules, whether, you know, your opinion on marijuana and all that. The fact is he wasn't supposed to be doing it and he did it. So he rightfully, um, you know, lost his job with UFC. And then you got Brock Lesnar, the man everyone loves, but also, you know, they love to cheer him and you love to hate the guy. Um, He's very polarizing, but I think polarizing in a good way. Everyone respects Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is the baddest dude in wrestling right now. And that's who we want as the face of our show on Friday nights. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I've got a home run there with Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar. And then I know that, how that feud goes. I'd like to see, you know, Matt Riddle would win eventually Brock Lesnar win sunset, you know, possibly retire, figure out what he wants to do. Cause we're, you know, Brock, you know, there's only room for one place uh, on Brock Lesnar in the card. And that's the top of the card. You don't put him in the IC, you know, you don't pay a guy that to, uh, put him right. in your mid card. So that would, you know, shape up for an eventual, I'd like to see a Bray Wyatt and Matt Riddle feud. I think Matt Riddle gets over as a baby face. Bray Wyatt, you know, well, he'll always have his fans, but he'll always look more heelish because of just, you know, he's a fucking evil, like, <laughs> dude. He's the fiend. Like, he's, he's fucking whacked out. Um, 
so that's that's the legacy playing there at the top of the card, and then you would eventually have my guys in the IC move up: Kevin Owens, Velveteen Dream, and uh, so even though that my my actual WWE title picture isn't strong at the bottom, I did want solid workers there, so that's what I have. You know, you know, saving the spots for the guys in my uh, mid card in the IC scene. So that's how oh, I'm you're you're, you're projecting. Nice. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, that but, good. Hey, hey, man. Well, and I also like I also like the reason that SmackDown it went to Fox is because Fox ended up losing the UFC, right? Right. If I'm that's, not uh, that's my understanding, correct. So, so look, you you have a built-in feud right there that you could bring. Yeah, in and that's probably UFC why fans. they're trying to hang on by bringing Cain mm-hmm. Velasquez in. Like, hey, yeah, we're still UFC, so keep watching us. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah, they already know. I mean, this is going to air after SmackDown. Yeah. But we're we're recording this at the initial on the inaugural episode of SmackDown on Fox. But uh, yeah, we have a, a new former UFC fighter in the WWE, and that happened at the break before uh, I you know I had already actually had the top of my card made out <laughs> with Riddle and Lesnar. Yeah, so we should. Mention so they that. they went yep. the UFC route and they just so happened. So oh, I don't know. Good. Maybe technically I should be watching. Maybe they were reading yeah, your technically mind. I should be watching SmackDown every Friday to just you know let's <laughs> go really run my promotion. <laughs> so. There you go. I love it. I love it. Well, speaking of like we 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 went we we gave ourselves limited picture. There's still a lot of talent yeah. left over, lots of tag teams, lots of females. So if we had to pick one extra, what pool would you pull from? Who would that person be? All right. Uh, no, we'll start with you. So, so you I'm gonna that take so Bobby Lashley. Yeah. A great yeah, powerhouse, great, great MMA He's fighter in his own right. I love it. I love it. Uh. Ooh, let me look here. There's so many people. So many people. Uh, who would I pick? You know, I, looking at my list right now, I'd probably fill somebody else into the main event slot. And who would that That's what be? That's I went with. Uh, hmm. My main event sucks. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe, maybe I'd go, maybe I'd go. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with somebody for the the mid card, and uh, somebody that I think is actually very underrated and could be used a lot better. I'm going oh, with the gold uh, standard, Shelton Benjamin. All right. All right. The guys always had the always just been you know something. He can go tag team too. Could work with them. Yeah, I think I think. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think from true. in the it's NXT flexible. environment, in the NXT environment where it's a lot more of the uh, the smaller and smarter fans like. We use the term smart marks. It's a little bit more. It's not a lot less casual fans. It's, it's dedicated wrestling fans. I think they'd appreciate his work in NXT a lot more. JV, how about yourself, sir? If you were to pick one more, <sighs> for I, I don't know if this is cheating, but he's technically still under contract. He hasn't been around for a while. But oh, John you're Cena. sticking in another one. <laughs> we're gonna Ooh, st- yeah, great. we're gonna stash. We're gonna stash. All right, now that, John that's Cena. great. Now that we have all put in that's, that's our it. extra. Yeah, go ahead. Damn, Dolph Ziggler didn't get chosen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Randy looking, I'm Orton didn't get chosen. Uh, Randy Orton, Rey wow. Mysterio, Ali. There's still uh, so much out Tyler there B. on the waiver on the waiver wire. <laughs> Rusev. <laughs> right. Cassius, Cassius Ono. Natalia. Don't say Natalia. Natalia. Nikki Cross. Ruby Riot. <laughs> Liv Morgan. Mickey James. Peyton Royce. Sonya Deville. Who would have thought Candace Billy Kay would Dakota get taken Kai, over? Peyton. Io Shirai. 
Shayna Baszler. I was I was on the I was on the cusp of choosing Shayna Baszler just because I think legitimately she could go toe to toe with Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a legit bad girl. From the tag team side, where where the Ascension, Hawkins and Ryder, the OC, yeah, I think house we, party. we created some great rosters. Day free, I think you need to be creative and, and find a way for us to like come back to this at some point. Yeah, I think I think we can. I think uh, I think maybe we'll do like a, a round two, or maybe we'll maybe do, do um, like a point check or something. Maybe what we'll do is we'll do uh, maybe around either that, or I was thinking like let's let's talk about like a uh, maybe around the time of maybe after the next WrestleMania, we'll do like a WrestleMania. Like, where do we want to see the storylines go for? Like, we'll each pick like five wrestlers, and we'll make like you know or ten wrestlers, and we'll do some storylines. We'll do like. Two women storyline, one tag team, and two. No, I, uh, oh, that's great. But I'm thinking about like main the rosters that we made. How do how do those come out? Who won? Okay. Who won? All right, so let's let's <laughs> let's 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 save let's save like these maybe lists in then. six months. I'm just down with yeah. that. Let's All right. save our list. Where's where are and these guys here. and girls now? Yeah, we can like, do that. And I'm adding in Shelton Benjamin as a number six. We'll come up with some kind of point system. We'll figure okay. it out. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we'll do that in the background for sure. For sure. But uh, now we're going to be, as of this recording, we're going to be uh, leaving shortly and we're going to go record your podcast. So before we leave, guys, if you want to plug all your stuff, your, any of your social media, uh, where can people find you? Where can people listen to your right. podcast? We're at. Bottle Line Cast the, uh, on Twitter. Stuff. I'm at MPRU83. JV, where you at? I'm at John Van Damage. I'm basically all social media sites. So Instagram and Twitter. And I have a Twitch channel if you want to check me out there. Uh, that's really it. John Van Damage. And John Van Damage, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling yeah, it's on cast. everything. You can yeah. throw that into your Google search. It'll come up. Uh, check on, check out their Patreon, uh, booking the territory, uh, $5 a month. You can yep. hear the ECW podcast. I'm going to be on episode 10. Uh, so you can check that out. And if you want to check us out, you can check us out on Facebook at free your geek, uh, Twitter and Instagram, both free your geek. I have a website, J free the geek. And then check out our affiliates at 4041 media, 4041 media for listeners by listeners. Gentlemen, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. I uh, loved having you on the pod. We'll definitely like maybe meet back up in about six months and, and go over this list. Uh, thank you for being on. And to all the listeners, thank you for listening. And there's no KB, so I'll just say, uh, hey, folks, get your geek on. Have a good one, guys. still here it's over go home